The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of Turnbuckle Talk, powered by TheGorillaPosition.com and a proud part of the Roar Network, presented by the Hitting the Marks Podcast Network, and now in association with IndiePW.com. We are sponsored by CollarAndElbowBrand.com, where you can get 10% off when using promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout. And now in partnership with Phoenix at FNXFit.com where you can get 15% off all your health supplements like pre- and post-workout drinks, protein powder, super greens, and more when you use promo code TBTALKPOD. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching at TBTALKPOD. Listen to the podcast every Tuesday on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcast, CastBox, Spotify, and all those other podcatchers out there. As always, I am Carl Carafel. And I am Big Joe. And welcome everybody to our video podcast that you guys get one day early. Big Joe, welcome back. This is this is great. I'm uh I'm fantastically loving this. This has been phenomenal for us so far. Things have been going great. How have you been, my friend? Not too bad, man. Another, you know, another week has come and gone in the world of professional wrestling as usual. And uh, we've got plenty to talk about, but I thought um, a little something a little bit different this week. You know, usually we kind of shoot the breeze about how we've been kind of doing uh, throughout the week, but uh, something a little bit different this week. Uh, from day one, since we've been doing this podcast, Carl, we've been pretty blessed that we've had people following us from uh, pretty early on. And I just wanted to take some time this week on this episode to give us a very special shout to someone in particular. We're talking Mr. Jeff Chambers. Uh, he has been following us since essentially since we became a podcast since we got outside of uh, online radio and uh, this man listens to us every week shares our stuff every week and it just has been a loyal follower and supporter and he is currently having health issues specifically kidney issues and i believe is waiting uh you know some type of surgery to uh to fix that problem so we just wanted to give him a shout out and say, you know, thank you very much for your support and for always listening and sharing our stuff and uh you know we wish nothing but the best for you Definitely. And I mean, this is something that we, we want to continue to do for all of our supporters, everyone that has been there from day one and everyone that continues to help us out. Um, but this is just a really special shout out because I mean, since day one, like that is, that is amazing and phenomenal and we're ever grateful. Thank you. Yes. And whatever health conditions are going on, we offer the best. I mean, big Joe said everything there so well. And I mean, yeah, thank you. Uh, on behalf of myself, at least, thank you for your support. Yep, absolutely, man. And uh, just briefly on this as well, with uh, us going on video now, it, it's been quite the experience. You know, we've we made the jump. I, very famously, I was very reluctant to come over to the video platform, but Carl, it's been fantastic on the StreamYard platform. It's a new platform in itself. 
And you know, not to divulge any actual numbers, but we've seen our uh, adoption rate of people coming onto this just it's been it's been it's been pretty special man a lot, a lot of people are coming on i know we have new sponsorship now it, it, it's uh that's right turnbuckle talk is uh it, it's um we're moving on up to the east side so to speak and uh it's very cool to see <laughs> and after so uh, long kind of going to to see results like this it's it's been very encouraging and it's uh makes me uh glad to be doing what we're doing say the least very much so and i'm so happy that you finally decided to jump <laughs> on board with this this yeah. is something that uh kind of behind the scenes for you people uh big joe had been very reluctant for a while um i would say probably close to a year uh that i have been trying to to get him to come over and do video podcasting um and finally we're here and i'm i'm loving this the, the numbers have been fantastic uh and they can just continue every week to grow and we are so thankful about that yeah. Absolutely. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Thank you, Big Joe. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, sir. <laughs> All right. Then, well, let's kick off with uh, one thing that you will notice with our, our run this week with our, with our topics. It is very light on the WWE content. We're, we're going to be talking a lot of stuff that is non-WWE, which uh, kind of warms my heart a little bit. Uh, <laughs> we're going to kick off with some New Japan Pro Wrestling here, Carl. Um, sure. They're back up and running, essentially. Uh, actually, today on record day. Um, the, the live streaming of it ha happens very early, just given the time zone difference with, uh, we're in Japan, you know, these uh, shows broadcast live typically around like five, six o'clock AM. So it, yep. it can be a little tough. It actually works out pretty well for me, given that I'm a night shift worker, so I can catch a good portion of this live if, if I so desire. So today, um, we started off, we're on the road to the new Japan cup. They, did something today. It, it, it's not brand new. They've been doing the, this whole thing since the, the COVID-19 thing stuff has been going on called uh, the Together Project Special. And I know the wording sounds a little bit different. It's Japan, folks. Sometimes they order their words a little backwards. But it's been their version of the YouTube kind of stuff to, to kind of keep the fan base kind of going. You know, press conferences, little vignettes and whatnot, little teasers. This was that. Plus, we actually had some in-ring work. It, it was a, an empty arena show, no fans. But one thing, if you, if you do get a chance uh, to watch this here, you will notice that just due to the, the commentary and the whole atmosphere, it's one of the first times where I've actually not even really kind of realized that the crowd wasn't there. Just the way it was executed and pulled off, it was really well done. They, they even had an intermission probably through to kind of sanitize the ring. They sent a crew out there to wipe the ropes down, uh, the gates and all that. And um, yeah, just it was, it was very well executed. And uh we're leaning to this new Japan Cup, and we're we're actually going to go through the bracket here, Carl, and um, see what, what uh, how we think it's going to kind of all unfold here, because there's some really top notch talent here, and, and of course maybe some that some people aren't aware of. That's right. <clears throat> there are so many names that are in this, as you guys can see on the screen right now. Uh, this is a conglomerate of just the best of the best when it comes to new Japan Pro Wrestling, right yep. there. Um, yeah, so many different names amazing brackets and as you guys can see it is broken down by dates mm -hmm. so 616 and then you know the 617 yep. 622 623 and then they go down from there so i mean they're they're really staggering things out to make this a not necessarily a long drawn out mm -hmm. but this is the best way to do it instead of doing everything in like three days Yep. Do it over a few weeks and, and you're going to keep the people happy and you're going to keep them wanting to uh, come back and watch some more. 
Yep, it's a single elimination tournament uh, bracket, uh, culminating into that final uh, matchup in Osaka Joe Hall, which is going to actually be in front of a actual audience. There are going to be uh, audience members yes. live in attendance there for that. So that's uh, uh, very encouraging to see. So let's kind of go through the first bracket here. Uh, we got uh, Togi Makabe. Some of these names are, it's, uh, I'm starting to get used to some of these Japan names, but uh, I do apologize if I, if I do get some of them wrong. Uh, Yota Suji, which is uh, somebody fairly new that I'm not that quite familiar with. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii, um, you just have to watch him. Uh, he's a little pit bull, that guy. He's, he's kind of short, yeah. but he's powerful. We have El Desperado, uh, who is somebody that's going to be of some significance in New Japan Pro Wrestling. We have Toru Yanu and Jado. Now, coming out of that, I think that you're looking at probably Ishii or, or probably, I will say, Jado or Yano coming out of that bracket, I think. Or, uh, no, actually, sorry, going further down, we have uh, Hanma and uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Uh, actually, right. Hiromu is probably going to be the one that likely comes out of that half of the, or at least of that half of this side of the bracket, I think. You know what? Honestly, I, I, I could see Yota. Um, yeah. Yota Suji. I mean, I, I definitely, I could see that. And just, just given how fresh and new, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, there's there's a lot of good names that are in there, but yeah. I think that, you know, going with somebody a little bit newer, um, especially coming down to, let's say, the next uh, the next set or the next day mm-hmm. uh, and all the brackets that are there and everyone that it could come down to. Um, yeah, go through, Joe, and uh, read through the uh, the next set there uh, this on the 17th. First one we got, I mean, is a name that I would hope is pretty familiar to a lot of professional wrestling fans out there, and if not, it will be very soon. We're talking Kazuchika Okada, arguably one of the best wrestlers currently active in the world of professional wrestling, versus Gato, which is somebody who actually turned on Okada, so Okada's going to get some measure of vengeance there, which is pretty cool. Uh, Yuji Nagata, uh, who is actually somebody I've actually seen uh, live in person uh, thanks to the World of Worlds tour that happened uh, here in Toronto. Got a chance to see him. A uh, bit of an older guy, but he can still really go. Uh, versus Minoru Suzuki, Carl. This is actually a, a matchup that I have circled that I really want to see. Nagata versus Suzuki. That's going to be just two guys just beating the piss out of each other. And right. so that's going to yeah. be fun to watch. Um, you, uh, Yumura, which is somebody that I'm not very that, that familiar with. Uh, Kanemaru is somebody who is fun to, to, to watch. Gabriel Kidd's kind of a, uh, a young lion and versus uh, Ishimori, which is he's one of the, uh, the Bullet Club guys now. Um, to kind of explain the young lion thing here, Carl, is that, I think this is worth taking a bit of a, a moment to kind of explain this because this is something that is very unique and very special, in my opinion, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. When you start in New Japan Pro Wrestling, you are essentially a just a generic, you're essentially yourself. And what happens in New Japan Pro Wrestling, you start off as what's called a young lion, and you work and then you earn your gimmick slash character or however you want to kind of word it. You need to earn your stripes. You need to, you know, pay your dues. And then you finally, you kind of earn that full on kind of persona. That's, that's something that is very unique. And I think very cool with new Japan pro wrestling. It's essentially a way of them showcasing the rookies and how they're coming up. So that's exactly what they do. When, when you're a young lion, that's what you are. You're the rookie. You're going out there. You're trying to prove yourself. You're trying to, you know, get yourself over with the people. And then if you are able to, then 
you kind of move up to that next level. So exactly. it's a, it's a very interesting way that they do it. And, and I'm a fan of it. Yep. It, it feels very traditional and um, I enjoy that aspect. So coming off of this half of the bracket here, Carl, uh, I've got Harumu Takahashi and Okada coming out of this half of the bracket for the semis. So coming down to it on uh, seven, three, I would say we're going to have uh, uh, Yota going up against uh, Minoru Suzuki. Wow. Wow. Yes. You got Suzuki going through him. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Let's go on to the right half of the bracket here. We have Hiroshi Tanahashi, which of course is essentially New Japan's version of John Cena. He's a guy that's been very much at the forefront of what's been going on currently with New Japan. He's very much been an ambassador uh, for professional wrestling over in Japan. And even when they met with the government and it was several of the promotions, I mean... Tana was right at the forefront there, so it was very cool to see. It would be him versus Tai Chi. Um, this is another match that I have kind of circled that I definitely want to watch here. We have Kota Bushi versus Zack Sabre Jr. That is a main event oh, anywhere. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ryusuke Taguchi, which is, uh, he is essentially kind of a, it's kind of a silly gimmick inside of professional wrestling. He's essentially kind of like a rugby player type of gimmick. He plays, he is kind of like a coach kind of persona. One of his moves, he does like a, basically like a hip check as his kind of one of his main moves. But he's very talented and actually has quite the repertoire in the ring going up against Sonata. Uh, then we have Show versus Shingo Takagi. Now, Shingo is a guy that you need to keep your eye on. Not just you, Carl, but uh, anybody if you're going to watch this tournament. And if you're new to uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shingo is... It's hard to, to kind of explain without actually seeing him because he is he's a bit of a bigger dude, but I mean he is intense and he moves very quickly and he's very very good in there. So keep your eye on him. Uh, we have uh, Tenzon versus Yoshihashi. Then we have Yo versus Bushi, uh, Kojima versus Evil, and then Hiroki Goto versus Yujiro Takahashi, which is another one of those bull club guys. So. For me, coming out of this half of the, the bracket here, I got Tanahashi, and I've got Yo coming out of this half of the bracket. I agree with one part of that. Mm-hmm. I agree with Yo. Um, I'm thinking Ibushi. Mm. Um, yeah. Yep. I, I mean, I, I definitely, like you said, Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr., those mm-hmm. two are going to put on a clinic. They definitely yeah. are. That is going to be a fantastic matchup to see. Uh, but I think Ibushi is going to going to continue on all the way through, and we're going to have wow. uh, Ibushi uh, Yo in the semis. Cool, interesting pick for me for the final in Osaka Joe Hall. I have Hiromu Takahashi versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. So we got the uh, Takahashi versus Tanahashi uh, coming from the, in the final, and I think that. Uh, Hiromu is going to be the one to take this whole entire tournament here, Carl. This is something that they've been uh, putting a lot of energy behind. And who better to put over this? Uh, it's not even fair to call him an up and comer because he's been around for a little while. You know, he's had some issues with the injury, not his fault. And Hiroshi, uh, I mean, Tanahashi is just great at making his opponents look good and doesn't mind losing occasionally to put somebody over. So uh, I could very well see that being the outcome. And then he uh, will likely earn some kind of title opportunity so he can get his uh, hands on Mr. Naito, which I think is the yes. uh, the goal to get uh, uh, Hiromu to get his shot at, um, at Naito because I think that's what their, their whole thing that they're going towards here. I mean, it could very well be. I would like to th- maybe see a little bit of a swerve type of thing come in. Mm-hmm. Come in. I mean, I would. What I'm coming down to here is we're probably going to come down to uh, Ibushi 
and uh, Suji. Interesting. Um, Yoda Suji. That would be quite the move to basically go with, uh, and it's not, you can't call Ibushi an unknown, but I think, uh, you know, Suji is definitely somebody that I'm not that familiar with, but if they really wanted to kind of uh, go push with the new, eh, that's an interesting uh, approach. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking is that, you know, because after all of this COVID-19 stuff yep. that's been happening, starting fresh, getting something fresh in there and why not? do something like that right and uh yeah i think that that would be a, a smart move on their part um mm -hmm. it, every move that they have is very smart yeah. don't get me wrong um uh, but i mean that's what i would love to see yeah so uh, th there you go that's kind of our picture for what's going to happen you know and as this kind of unfolds we'll uh, make sure and update you as well uh, on, on the podcast here and also i will actually be um appearing on the next episode of destino with uh, mr michael jargo to, to break down you know the um the first couple shows here to uh i'm, I'm excited to do that um, and that's another to, to kind of plug another show here make sure and check out uh, destino a, a new japan pro wrestling podcast done by our friend michael jargo is absolutely fantastic of course anything that he does is, is fantastic and yeah. uh, as a friend of ours you know we, we got to support him as well so make sure and check that out because i'll be on there too uh, occasionally i'm going to be a uh, kind of an on uh, there's going to basically be like a rotation of guests there. So you'll see me on there on the regular. So that's going to be very cool. So moving away from new Japan pro wrestling to again, something non WWE here, we're talking MLW here, Carl. Um, this is something pretty interesting. Uh, it looks like they're moving on up just like turnbuckle talk. They, uh, are, things are looking up for MLW. They have signed with D A Z N, which uh, from talking to you before going live here called the zone. That's that's what I've been told. The zone. It, it is the zone. <laughs> um, yeah, over in the UK, like I mean, that's that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, Major League Wrestling, MLW, uh, going onto another platform now, getting onto a platform that is uh, online streaming service over there. Like I mean, that's fantastic. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's good. Good for them. Uh, absolutely. Uh, my only concern, kind of. Uh, going with that here carl is what does that mean for their youtube channel because that's largely how i've kind of consumed um major league wrestling content and we get to see that the whole entire shows uh, on there is that something that you think is going to continue or does this deal oh, basically yeah. cannibalize that uh youtube channel no definitely not this is the, their youtube channel is definitely going to continue i mean not everybody has access mm -hmm. to the uk stuff right right so, I mean, if it, it would be murderous for them to drop their YouTube channel and yeah. not and not show stuff on their YouTube, it would just be suicide for them to do that. And I mean, it's not. No, 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 no. They're going to continue with their YouTube stuff as well as having it over there on that platform over the UK. Yeah, because that's my concern with them um, on this platform now, and especially if that's something you got to pay for. Um, are they still going to allow, they're not going to be able to show their, their whole free shows on YouTube on that, that channel. I, I, I don't see how they would be able to do that because then why would people, people want to pay for it on this other platform? That's, that, that's where I'm kind of coming from and where my concern lies. Yeah. I don't know. This might be like a, a secondary show or something like that, that they're doing. I mean, mm -hmm. until everything really comes out, we, we really don't know. Right. So yeah, it's good. It's going to be a little bit of time before we actually find out. But we do know that, you know, this is something that has happened. They are going to be um, on DAZN. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, that's that's about all that we can really say about it right now is that we know that they will be there. 
Yeah, and I'm actually a little behind on MLW uh, content itself. I have to go and actually um, start watching some of it again because I am uh, uh, that and NWA. I'm kind of both behind on, and uh, just you, you got to think too that hopefully they can hang on to some of the talent that they have, some of the top notch talent that they have. Um, because I mean, you got to think some of them have got to be on the radar. Some of the biggest companies around, you know, WWE, New Japan, AEW. I'm talking namely Jacob Fatu. Uh, that guy. <laughs> You got, you got, you got to think MLW is not going to be able to hang on to him forever unless they they come into some money because I mean that dude is going to be in demand. Oh yes. <laughs> so oh, you, yes. <laughs> you would think that WWE or New Japan, one of those guys, are going to snag him up at some point. At, yeah, definitely at some point. All right, man. Well, uh, let's move on to our next topic here, and uh, this is kind of one that um, we can kind of sink our teeth into a little bit here, and we're talking. We're going to go through with our picks for our top 10 wrestlers who are currently active in the world of professional wrestling. And this is kind of in no real particular order. Like I haven't ranked these at all. I don't know if you have for your your list here, Carl, just kind of uh, picked my, my top 10. So do you want to go first with your first pick or do you want me to go first? Go ahead. Okay. My first pick is actually coming from new Japan pro wrestling is involved in the new Japan cup which is, again, very cool to see that this is coming back. New Japan Wrestling is coming back, and we are talking Mr. Kazuchika Okada is one of my top 10 favorite wrestlers of all time. Not of all time, just uh, currently active in the ring. I mean, you just have to go and watch one of his matches to see what I'm talking about. This guy is, I like to call him kind of the the Randy Orton of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, he... Uh, Came from some pretty humble beginnings, you know, even had spent some time in TNA at the time and even got to work with Mr. Vince Russo. And he actually credits uh, Vince with uh, helping him to um, kind of work that camera to, to, to kind of be that wrestling character as a, yeah. to build on the in-ring stuff. And, I mean, just he's the complete package. And one of the loudest pops I've heard in a long time was when he came um, out from the curtain at All In. I mean, that pop, that crowd was just unbelievable and that match that he had with marty at all in i mean it still stands up as one of my favorites so so there you go that's that's my first pick is mr kazuchika okada and again as big joe mentioned not in any particular order um marty skrull the villain marty skrull now we're talking my top 10 active professional wrestlers right now um marty skrull just seems to have everything going for him um, with ring of honor being able to go into ring of honor and uh, now really doing some some really good stuff with them Um, even backstage work Mm -hmm. with ring of honor now so i mean this has been fantastic and i am super excited for whatever is going to come from ring of honor with marty skrull behind the scenes as well yeah, you know, and getting to, to work with the NWA as well. You know, he's been in the Crockett Cup. Um, and New Japan. He's worked with New Japan as well a little bit. Yep. Uh, he's definitely spent some time over there. Uh, right now, he probably can't just do to, uh, well, I guess he technically could if he wanted to with the, the Ring of Honor. Um, it, it's still uncertain how that whole relationship is going, but we'll see uh, as 2020 kind of continues on um, how things are there. Uh, my next pick is actually coming from WWE, believe it or not. Uh, I actually have a kind of an interesting mix in, in my, my list here. Uh, next up, I have Mr. Tyler Breeze. Um, I have him in here because he is somebody, I think probably in my, my list here, um, 
the one that probably gets the least amount of credit for being as good as he is. You just have to go and watch pretty much any of his matches, especially um, one that he had with... <clears throat> wow, I'm my, uh, I'm have, I kind of lost my train of thought. We're uh, talking Jushin Thunder Liger uh, in NXT. I mean, wow. The, this guy not only looks great, I mean, he makes his opponent look great. He sells his ass off. I mean, just he, he works hard. Uh, he's somebody that just doesn't get the recognition for being as good of a professional wrestler as he is. And he's Canadian to boot. So uh, that's just yeah. an, an added bonus. I mean, he's just somebody that he just doesn't get the credit he deserves. And uh, he's just he, he's damn good in there. And uh, people don't know. People really don't know. You're right. Same thing with this next guy on my list. People really don't know. And you really got to go and check out New Japan Pro Wrestling for this guy here. Mm. Uh, we're talking Mr. Chase Owens. Mm, yes. um, member of the Bullet Club. Uh, pretty much an original. Isn't mm-hmm. an original, but pretty much an original and has nope. stuck with the Bullet Club forever. Um, amazing talent. I've seen him live. Uh, I've seen him live here in my hometown, Sault Ste. Marie. Yep. Um, I mean, amazing guy as well. Like he's he's pretty down to earth and really cool. Uh, but I mean, his work is just fantastic, and I am super excited. He re- super excited to have him on my list. He really plays up that that heel character, but even for a smaller audience too. I mean, he does it so well. He plays off members in the crowd, oh, yeah. and uh, it was just fantastic. Um, yeah. Next up for myself, I have a a female talent. I do have a couple on my list, and uh, we we're talking Miss Mayu Iwatani. Now, I first saw her when they did the ROH Supercard in Madison Square Garden. Uh, her match. There, she won me over in that match. Um, her match with Kelly Klein for that uh, ROH, for the Women of Honor title. Um, she didn't, um, it was just one of those ones where I, I wasn't really expecting a whole lot, and she won me over as a, as a fan. Um, th- those Japanese girls, I mean, they start training at such an early age, and they, 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 Oh, they, they get so like nine. Yeah. And just that they, they, they're able to really refine uh, their craft. And she's one of these ones. I mean, she's just so smooth in there and she uh, can even do some of the aerial stuff. And just, it's uh, you just have to watch her, her match. I mean, she's done some stuff in stardom as well, which is uh, yep. essentially tied in with new Japan pro wrestling now. And um, yeah, she's fantastic. Um, just uh, search her up on YouTube and you'll see what I'm talking about. So since you decided to go with a female, I will go with a female as well. Actually, I, actually, I have two females on my list here, but this first one. Oh, good. Perfect. Yeah, yeah I have two. Um, this first one, actually, I have to I have to kind of say um, our thoughts are with you, and we hope that you recover soon mm. and that you get better soon. Um, Chris Statlander mm, yes. was just recently injured. 20 and, CL. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, but I'm just, I'm, I'm super excited about everything Chris Statlander, like this whole gimmick that she has going on, this whole like alien outer <laughs> space, like, like just going boop to yeah. your nose. Like, I mean, I, 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 I love it. I love it. It is so great. And <laughs> she plays it so well, but then you, you, you kind of see, and, and I know for some people, like, they hate this, but she kind of breaks kayfabe a little bit. She does a little bit. And, um, yeah, so, like, when she's doing interviews and stuff, she's herself. Yeah. Right? She throws in a little bit of the Chris Statlander in there, but for the majority of it, she's just herself. And, yeah. and it just, I love it. I, I love it. Chris Statlander, amazing. 
Absolutely. And uh, before I give my next pick here, um, any of our listeners, if you want to uh, throw some of your favorites in the, in the comments, uh, feel free to do so and we can uh, briefly discuss them as well. Uh, next up on my list is an interesting one to say the least here, Carl. He is a, in my opinion, one of the more interesting characters, um, even borderline wacky sometimes. And we're talking Mr. Dalton Castle from over yeah. in the Ring of Honor. And he's one of these guys that is just fantastic in the ring. But then just character and mic work. I mean, this guy is just, you just have to watch him. I know, I know I'm know. i using that expression for a few of these uh, people here, but you just have to watch Dalton Castle. I mean, he is entertaining as hell, and he can back it up in the ring. Definitely he and can. And also one of these guys here, Carl, that I think is probably really benefiting from this time off and do this whole COVID-19 thing because, I mean, he has been yeah. beat up over the last uh, few years. So hopefully this is doing him some, some good and he can come back and really kick some ass. I hope so as well. Um, he was not on my list, but, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, people. Trying to pick your top 10, <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he should have been on my list, but he – he didn't make it. There you go. Somebody that did make it, though, <laughs> John Moxley. Ooh. Uh, from the very beginning of his, like, from Z- C- 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 Z- w, let me get that out right, CZW, C- doing those death matches to coming over to being Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. within the WWE, leaving the WWE, going to AEW, AEW, yep. and becoming John Moxley once again. Fantastic. I've always been a fan of John Moxley and all of his work. Well, I'll always remember from this newer in- incarnation of John Moxley was just the way that everything lined up for him to make the move from WWE to AEW. It's like just the, the timing of everything just went in his favor and was able to, to make that debut uh, coming through the crowd and one of the louder pops that I've heard in a while. Uh, so that, that was pretty cool and uh, definitely a good pick. Um, yes. Mine, like I said, I'm really kind of mixing up uh, my picks here. Uh, the next one that I have on my list is Mr. Sammy Callahan. Uh, this is a guy that came, well, he was in WWE as, I, I think it was at that uh, Samuel, Sam Crow character or whatever. And yeah. you could see that he had some talent there and WWE just didn't realize it. And once he went back uh, to the independent scene, I mean, he was appearing all over the place and became what people refer to as the draw. Uh, he was a guy that right. uh, basically just took the ball and ran with it. And when it comes to heel personas, I mean, this guy just embodies what it means to be a bad guy. Uh, even in interviews, a lot of time he keeps uh, the kayfabe kind of going to a certain extent. I mean, this is a guy that just, uh, again, another big ball drop from the WWE. If they could have realized what they had with him, they could have been printing money with his face on it. And unfortunately, <laughs> they definitely good. If you're right, unfortunately for them, but positive for him because I mean, he has done extremely well. Uh, outside of the WWE. And again, another example of you can be very successful outside of the WWE. That's right. You definitely can. My next pick, a guy that I personally met and uh, have always been a fan of his work. Um, I mean, I think we, the people, can agree (laughs) that uh, Jake Hager is definitely on a top 10 list because he's on mine. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Uh, my next pick is my second female on my list, and we're talking Mercedes Martinez. Oh, now, uh, <laughs> she's uh, currently over in NXT, and 
arguably one of the best female wrestlers um, in the business right now. She uh, was even involved in the Mae Young Classic. Um, again, somebody that you just have to, it's really hard to describe into words. You just have to, you know, she is just fantastic in that ring. You know, character-wise, there's not really a whole ton there, but she, with her, it's mainly the in, in-ring stuff that uh, where you really get the, uh, where I get my enjoyment of watching her. I mean, she just, um, she's a smooth operator in that ring. So I'll give my second female pick. Um, people are going to hate on me for this, but Alexa Bliss. Ooh. I, I, I've always been a fan of Alexa Bliss uh, from what she was doing in NXT to just seeing her grow and progress yeah. from, oh, geez, I think uh, I think everybody's hating on that. We just had a whole bunch of viewers and I, I mentioned Alexa Bliss and the viewership <laughs> went down. What is going on, people? No Alexa, love for Alexa Bliss, Bliss is a goddess. Come mm. on. <laughs> but yeah, my my uh, my top <clears throat> 10 um, active right now. And my second female is Alexa Bliss. Oh, very cool. Uh, my next pick is actually uh, a gentleman that is actually right over my my right shoulder here. We are talking Mr. Matt Taven, former Ring of Honor World Champion. Uh, this is a guy that, um, just personally for myself, I've had the opportunity to, to meet a handful of times. And uh, this is a guy that, another one of these ones where he goes underappreciated. Um for especially the in-ring work that he does. I mean, character-wise, you can take him or leave him. I've always enjoyed uh, the Kingdom, uh, the the character that he's played. You know, we've got to see some of that in person uh, in Sault Ste. Marie. Um, became Ring of Honor World Champion at Madison Square Garden. I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than that, Carl. I mean, he had his crowning achievement and, and arguably one of the best places that you can have it. I mean, and this guy... Oh, just uh, another one of these ones. You just have to go. You can watch for free right now. Go go on to Ring of Honor's YouTube channel. You can watch the ROH uh, G1 Supercard, and you can uh, see him wing wing win the uh, <laughs> Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship at Madison Square Garden. It's hard to even put into yeah. words because I mean, just he's a guy that I know personally, and it was just it was so cool to see him accomplish his dream on the biggest stage possible. And uh, for for that, he belongs on my list. A name that people are not going to expect to come from me as my next pick on this list is Kota Ibushi. Mm. Um, A New Japan Pro Wrestling staple right there. I mean, you really can't say much more uh, than go and find something on Mm. YouTube from Kota Ibushi. and, And you will be pleasantly surprised. You will be very happy with what you see and you will want to see more. One of those guys where thankfully he finally signed somewhere. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm kind of being a free agent. You can kind of go wherever you want. That's all fine and dandy until a certain point. Because if yeah. otherwise a company's not going to put a lot of weight behind you if you're not going to stick with them. So it was nice to see yeah. him actually sign with New Japan Pro Wrestling. And then we saw him, you know, win that Intercontinental title. And eventually he will be a world champion over there. It's just a matter of time. Oh, yeah. So next up on my list is also somebody from New Japan Pro Wrestling. We were talking Mr. Tetsuya Naito. This is a guy that pairs up very nicely with your previous pick with Kota mm-hmm. Bush. I mean, these are two guys that when they have a match, they're, they have such great chemistry, but it looks like they're just killing each other out there at the same time. But, I mean, they, they, uh, they obviously know what they're doing there. But uh, this is a guy that just... Um, entertainment factors through the roof. This is a guy that... 
WWE probably has on their radar. And I'm just hoping that he doesn't go there. He's definitely yeah. one of these guys where he belongs in Japanese wrestling. Um, that's where he shines his best. He would just be another Shinsuke Nakamura, unfortunately, at this point uh, over there. And I w- really want to see him stay over in the uh, the Japan side of things because, I mean, he is fantastic. He's put on some of the best matches, like with, with Kenny Omega, you know, with Kota Ibushi, with Okada. I mean, he his matches are like rank way up there. I mean, this guy is supremely talented. You just have to watch. If you haven't seen him, you're missing out. My next pick, let's throw another new Japan pro wrestling star in there who would pair up well with both of these last two names. We're looking Hiroshi Tanahashi. Mm, Um, yeah. Like, wow. Wow. Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) How many picks are we going to have from this is actually my last pick from New Japan Pro right. Wrestling, to be honest <laughs> with you. But, but um, yeah. yeah, like so many names coming out of New Japan Pro Wrestling. You just got to go watch New Japan. You really do. And then you'll kind of see these names that we're talking about. And uh, you'll kind of you'll know you will definitely know exactly what we're talking about, what we mean when we say. Top 10. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up on my list is a name that Carl probably isn't expecting and listeners are definitely not expecting. Um, I first saw this guy on the NWA 70th anniversary show. And as soon as I saw him uh, talking on the mic and working in the ring, I knew that he was going to be somebody of some significance. So we were talking Mr. It's question mark. It? <laughs> no, it's not the question mark. <laughs> we we're talking Mr. Sammy Guerva. And um, yeah, I mean, he was absolutely fantastic in that show. And he kind of stood out and kind of went under a lot of people's radar and is now working for AEW. Uh, I think he's absolutely fantastic in that ring. I will say, though, a little controversial, maybe, and I think maybe I'll get some heat with some people. I think he's working for the wrong company, Carl. Um, Because in AEW, it feels like he's kind of not being himself. Like he's kind of being something that he's being scripted to do. I think that he belongs... A little bit hokey. I think that he belongs in New Japan Pro Wrestling in that uh, junior heavyweight division. I think he would excel over there, and he would just kind of naturally kind of find a character instead of being shoehorned into one that he's not necessarily comfortable with. And don't get me wrong, he's, he's still doing well where, where he's at, but I, oh, yeah. I think that he's kind of in the wrong place. Uh, maybe I'll get some heat for that, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> maybe, but your opinion is your opinion. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's the way it is. Yep. Yeah, what, what, my next pick. Okay, so this will be your um, last pick, I believe. No, I should have two left there. Okay, because I only have one, one more two, after three, uh, Sammy. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So AJ Styles. Yeah. Your go. new WWE Intercontinental Champion. Um, I mean, it almost seems like a like a demotion for him right Mm -hmm. now to go down to the intercontinental championship, but maybe he can bring a little bit of prestige back to that title. Maybe we'll we'll have to see, but all around, no matter where AJ styles has been, Mm -hmm. whether it was in impact, whether it was in, um, you know, TNA, whether it was, um, new Japan as a member of the bullet club, ring of honor, um, ring of honor, you know, like, everywhere this guy has been and he has done phenomenal for himself um just to kind of throw out a little bit to you here right now um we're 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 talking about aj styles and and let's say the undertaker and Mm -hmm. this this wrestlemania thing that they did the undertaker 
if you haven't watched the uh, the last ride series that's going on, episode four came out and they kind of gave this cool little teaser at the end of episode four where the Undertaker goes, AJ Styles. Well, you know, I just I just have to because, mm-hmm. well, it's AJ Styles. Yeah. Right. You get you get a pop like that and a push For like sure. that and, and, and a compliment like that from the Undertaker. Mm hmm. You're somebody. And arguably had one of the cooler uh, debuts in WWE when he debuted at the 2016 Royal Rumble uh, with uh, Roman Reigns standing in that ring. It was fantastic Uh, for myself. And it's nothing against AJ as as a person, as as a wrestler. I think that his time in WWE probably the least significant of everything that he's done in his, in his career though. That's that, that's the strange part. He got to the biggest company in the world. And I think that's where he's made the least impact in my opinion. I mean, in, in impact and in new Japan and ring of honor. I mean, just uh, he did excellent in all those places and the WWE almost feels like a step down for him as weird as that sounds. It just, it's uh, that's just kind of how I feel. All right, so for my last pick here is actually somebody that you picked earlier on in uh, in your list here, Carl, and we're talking Mr. Marty Skrull is my my final pick. And, I mean, how could you not go with the villain? I mean, he is uh, the perfect match of character and in-ring worker that you can possibly get. I mean, that entrance, uh, and it's so perfectly timed when, he, when the music kind of plays and then that real kind of hard bass kind of drop happens is when he kind of finally steps out. And just it's, it's so well-timed. And in that ring, I mean, just he is absolutely fantastic. And none of these guys, if, if you're just a WWE fan and you have not watched a Marty Skrull match, what are you doing? Uh, pause right. this podcast now, go watch his match, and then come back. <laughs> because um yeah it, it's um you just have to go check out the villain i mean he was even on the verge of signing with the wwe at, at one point probably they, they wanted him but uh yeah if you have not watched a marty scroll match you are doing yourself a horrible disservice big joe decides to end on the villain let me end with right now arguably the greatest villain in professional wrestling right now as mm. my last pick on my top 10 Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Ooh. MJF. Man, man, this guy, I tell you, holy jumping. Yeah. This, this guy has just all of it. When, when you talk about having it, yeah. MJF has it. Yeah. And he can, like, his work on the mic, his work in the ring, everything. His, when he stays in character, dude, I was on the Jericho Cruise. Yep. Part two, and literally photo sessions with mjf was literally him sitting down in a chair not giving a damn <laughs> people would come yeah. up for pictures he would be looking down on his phone texting or typing away or doing whatever he stayed in that character fantastic yeah like amazing mjf yeah. i do have to give one honorable mention though okay Many people don't know about this guy, but you have to go and take a look at some Canadian wrestling's elite and our friend over there, Danny Duggan. He has done some work with the WWE, um, not necessarily in ring work, but he is like security, Um, you know, the quote unquote security. Yeah. Um, But Danny Duggan, like the work that he does and, and the grind that that guy gives. I mean, he is constant. Go, 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 go with this business and i mean just 
for that alone, for the amount of love and respect that he has for this business, top 10. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And I would have to give Danny uh, an honorable, honorable mention as well, just uh, given that he's a friend of ours and, and you already said it all, I would just be repeating it. So um, yeah, he's uh, one of the hardest working guys that I know in uh, the professional wrestling business. So to props to Danny. Um, all right, man. So let's go to our match of the week segment. Um, I can let you, you go first because I got to uh, bring up my pick. I think I'm, I may have lost the picture. So I got to uh, oh. go, go and find it. And um, what was your pick for uh, match of the week here, Carl? Pick for match of the week is actually coming from Impact Wrestling. We are looking TJP and Falaba against the Rascals for my match of the week. I was just super impressed with everything in this match. The Rascals, um, I mean, flippy high flyers. Uh, TJP, again, can be a flippy high flyer, but can wrestle as well and do some ground stuff. Falaba really looking great right now, losing some, some weight toning himself up looking fan freaking tastic and moving around in that ring like those other three guys did as well all around everything about this was just great i loved this entire match if you have the opportunity to see it just watch it it was a it was a phen- phenomenal match go and watch tjp and falaba versus the rascals from this past uh, impact wrestling well, there you go. Um, and I think probably for the first time ever, uh, both of our picks are going to be tag team matches. I don't think that that's ever happened. Oh, although mine is a six, so. although mine is a six man tag match, uh, specifically coming from the, t- uh, the project together, sp- uh, I hope I'm saying that the project together special from, uh, from new Japan pro wrestling, which actually just happened earlier today. Um, to mention briefly, New Japan is really big on factions, something that they've always kind of done. So this is uh, Chaos, uh, which is a, a very, very large kind of uh, loose kind of affiliation of guys versus Los Ingobernables de Japan. Uh, we are talking specifically Kazuchika Okada with Sho Enyo versus Tetsuya Naito, Shingo Tagagi, and Hiromu Takahashi. I mean, these are some of the best talents in New Japan Pro Wrestling all in one match. I mean, you can say so much good stuff about each individual guy. For me, the the real two standouts, though, are um, obviously Okada and Shingo Takagi. I mentioned him earlier when we were talking about the New Japan Cup bracket. Shingo is a guy you have to go and watch. If you If you haven't watched one of his matches, you have to go and watch. You'll be instantly impressed. This is a guy that is just, he's a, that kind of mid-sized kind of powerhouse guy that just he's super intense he moves fast and just he's entertaining as hell to watch and this match was absolutely fantastic and uh is um, this whole uh show uh is really kind of setting up the uh, the new japan cup and uh it was it was really cool because um the the whole show was just shy of three hours and i gotta say carl compared to wwe television the time flew by uh because i was able to just kind of sit there and enjoy the wrestling and uh be there kind of picking apart and being miserable as I would be probably watching uh, SmackDown or Raw. I yeah, I get you. <laughs> I feel you. All right, man. So um, before we take our break, let's see if there's any kind of breaking news happening in the world of professional wrestling. Yeah, a lot of it tends to kind of be negative revolving around WWE. Um, so I don't know how much of that I want to kind of mention, but I guess you know we'll just kind of mention briefly that at Backlash, which happened this past week, it, it would have been on Sunday. I mean. I, the day before, I had totally forgotten that the show was even happening. Like, it, it kind of snuck up on me out of nowhere, and, and it was there. Um, this so-called greatest match ever between Randy and Edge uh, actually resulted in a 
sounds like a pretty severe injury um, for Edge, which is uh, very unfortunate. Um, I will say at least it's not a neck injury, Carl, because uh, that was, uh, yes. I think, both of our main concerns with him coming back was that he was going to re-injure that neck. But it looks like it, it's um, some other kind of injury. It looks like either like a bicep or a tricep injury. Um, but that's probably still a good four to six months that he'll be away. Yeah, it definitely will be. And, and, and I mean, honestly, it just sucks. It definitely does. I mean, especially because he's, you know, on this amazing comeback that, that yeah, I mean, it just, it, it sucks mm-hmm. and it's terrible. Um, yeah. I mean, other than that, really, I'm not seeing too much more when it comes to, uh, no. when it comes to breaking news right now um we talked about chris statlander she uh, unfortunately was injured as well and will be out for for a little bit of time and uh that was actually confirmed by her Mm -hmm. so like that was on all of her social media she actually confirmed it um yeah like i'm looking through things right now and i am not seeing anything for any big breaking news. Yeah. It's all so. it's all little negative WWE stuff. I mean, we beat that dead horse uh so many times now that it, it would just feel yeah. kind of mean at this point. And uh that's one thing that uh, I want to try and kind of focus here on this podcast here, Carl, is some more positives. And I think that's why you're probably going to be hearing a lot more New Japan and a lot of non-WWE stuff. I think we're going to kind of uh, uh, branch out a little bit and start covering some more of these uh, other companies because, honestly, it's a little depressing to talk about WWE quite often. So... Well, I mean, that's just you, though. I mean, <laughs> you have this hate on for WWE. You know, you know. Hey, I, I'm I still want them to be good right now. I still you want them to be become? good. I still you want them to be become? good. You've become one of those people that you were always talking about. Yeah, I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> you're always talking about these people who, uh, oh, you know, you're just, uh, you, you know, you don't watch anything else, and you're just pissed off because it's not WWE. Well, now you've you you're on the flip side of that. You're, you're, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I hear you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I just yeah. want to watch wrestling that doesn't piss me off. That's what it's come down to for me. Uh, I will you're say. You're just j- unfortunately <laughs> letting it piss you off. You're not seeing the good stuff from it. Yeah. You're, you're in the mindset that yeah. the WWE is going to piss you off. So you're, it's pissing you yeah. off. Well, when they're doing that stuff like with Jeff Hardy, whatnot, it's hard to not get upset, to be, to be honest there. Uh, so well, then don't look at that. Look at the other stuff that's happening. I try. There's a three-hour show. It's hard. You can't find one good thing in three hours. It's hard. Then there's man. something wrong with you. It's hard. Um, I will say just uh, back briefly on, uh, I believe it was your final pick that was on your list I wanted to make mention you talk um, with um, with uh, MJF he's a guy yeah. that even 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 like the, the king of like smack talking and BS talking Jim Cornette can't really find much wrong with this guy you know right. you, you know you've done well and even Cornette can't crap on you so oh, just, yeah, just saying, exactly. just say, and not supporting Jim Cornette by any means <laughs> but just saying you know you've know, done well when even Corny uh, can't really talk crap about you That's right. So we are going to take our quick little break here, people. Uh, Our microphones will not be on for this portion. We're going to have a graphic come up on the screen here for you, though, uh, just to kind of give you guys a little bit so that we can cut out this one or cut off this one section so that we can save it. Yep. Big Joe, go ahead. Yeah, and we're going to take a brief break here, Carl. We're going to come back with our showstopper segment for this week, and we're going to talk social media when it comes to professional wrestling and disinformation and misinformation being spread. So we'll be right back. This week's episode is brought to you by Collar and Ebel. Visit CollarandEbelBrand.com where you can find 
the Brooklyn's Own Beast Shad Gaspar shirt where 100% of the proceeds will go directly to Shad's family. All right, it's Big Joe and Carl Carafel back here on Turnbuckle Talk. Yes, we are at the final segment that we have, the one that we like to affectionately call our show stopper segment. Absolutely, Carl. And uh, this one is a bit of an interesting one here. And one I think we've been kind of meaning to, to tackle for a little while. And I uh, figured that we'd kind of uh, sink our teeth into it this week here. And we're talking social media when it comes to wrestling fans and how disinformation, I, I believe, is probably the best way to call it, how that kind of gets spread. Um, this stemmed f- largely from something that, that came up here recently. I'm just uh, scrolling through to, to find the particular post, and I just found it. Um, this was a, I believe it was, yeah, it was from Twitter, uh, from Shotzi Blackheart, who was a... Uh, a wrestler in NXT, and this was the post here. Uh, I can't stop crying because I'm going to be an uncle. My sister found out she's having a girl, Mickey Jean. She is going to be a badass. And this is what uh, kind of spawned this topic here, Carl, because when that, that came out, then basically the internet just started kind of going crazy. Oh, Shotzi's a man, or she's like a transgender person, and then that started uh, spreading as, as a news uh, kind of item. People you got to have some facts before you start spreading misinformation because this is how fake news starts and spreads like wildfire. Exactly. I, I challenge anybody to show me that they have been perfect mm-hmm. when it comes to them typing something out, yeah. that they have not let autocorrect catch anything me all the with time. Them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like sometimes a typo happens, people. Why you got to be so, I'm going to say it, dickish. (laughs) It's true. Like, I mean, seriously, like, come on. That's just ridiculous right now. There's no need for that. I mean, somebody made a typo. Yeah. Does that, right? I mean, come on. I don't think that it was even that. I mean, uh, I think that she was just putting this post up in character. Because if if you watch NXT, which I honestly, I've been a little bit behind on, she kind of, basically plays this kind of persona. I think that's really all it was. Um, yeah. Could it have been maybe a typing mistake or a grammar mistake? Possibly. I think she was just in character. And But, I mean, the internet just kind of ran wild with this. And this isn't the first time this kind of thing's happened. And, and there's so many of these keyboard warriors that we like to kind of refer to that find yeah. some little piece of information and they think that they're a news reporter and then they put this out there and then they think that they're uh, consider themselves a journalist. Get the hell out of here. Right. I'm, you know? I'm the same way. Like, just no, yeah. no, you definitely are not a journalist, especially when you're spreading, um, you know, stuff like that. I mean, that's just crazy ridiculous right now that you would even think about right. doing something like that. Uh, when, when it comes to us and Turnbuckle Dogs, I know what some people are maybe thinking. Oh, well, you guys are just kind of being like the keyboard warriors, except you got the, the microphones in your mouth giving your opinions. What you have to realize when Carl and I are putting together these topics for the most point, for, sorry, for the most part, uh, throughout the week, um, we're usually kind of conversing back and forth on these topics. And for usually for, if it's something that's a little bit gossipy or kind of borderline dirt sheet stuff sometimes, what we'll do is we'll, we'll talk back and forth. And if we see it in multiple 
places that are reputable, you know, then maybe we'll kind of cover, although we tend to kind of steer, steer clear of some of the stuff that's questionable. Um, yeah. But for, for even like a, a news topic, you know, you need to kind of see it confirmed by multiple places that are legitimate before you can put it out there as what you want to say is actual news. Uh, otherwise normally, it could be when, false. When we talk about like legitimate mm-hmm. places, we're talking the actual companies themselves. Number so if one, something's yeah. happening with somebody in the WWE, we're looking for WWE to say that this yeah. has happened. Um, whether it's impact, whether it's ring of honor, whether it's AEW, no matter where it is, that's what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. We're looking for them to say that it is or that it is somebody within the company that is in a high standing. So if something comes out from Vince or something comes out from Triple H or something comes out from like Cody, Mm -hmm. Young Bucks, uh, Jericho, something like that, then we're classifying that as a reputable source because why are you going to do something to damage your own (laughs) company and your own stars, right? Yeah, and uh, one thing too that we're also blessed uh, with it, Carl, is uh, with doing this podcast and being with the Roar Network and being involved with hitting the marks, is we have a lot of those people at our disposal as well. A lot of times, yeah. leading up to a, to an an episode, I'll I'll share some of these topics with whether it be with uh, with Ryan Bowman, whether it be with Jargo or Rick, and uh, I'll say, hey, you know, here's kind of our idea. A lot of times, too, when they were still doing hitting the marks, is because we didn't want to overlap on topics too much, and then they'll go, oh, I see that that, that topic there. Uh, you know, I haven't really seen much about that. You might not want to do that. So, you know, we have at our disposal people who are really knowledgeable as well to play off as, as well. Like I'll share um, an idea with Jargo. I think, hey, we're going to do this on Turnbuckle Talk. He's like, don't do that. That's fake news. I'm like, okay, awesome. Thank you. Let him, thank you for letting me know so that uh, we didn't have to find that out uh, as we're kind of doing it. So a uh, big plus there. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, we, we got a, a comment here from Don Lewis. Oh, cool. It makes you look better for looking into something yeah. and not flying off the handle. Yeah. Um, definitely. Like, I mean, we we don't want to be classified as one of those dirt sheets. We don't want to mm-hmm. be classified as as that those fake news uh, that's out right. there. We definitely don't. We want to make sure that we have all of our ducks in a row. Uh, we want to make sure that all of our eggs are perfectly there. We want to make sure that everything is good before we bring that out to you. Um, yep. Especially we talked about earlier with like uh, um, Chris Statlander. I, I looked around. I, I saw it in a few different places going around. And then I saw that Chris Statlander had actually put out there that this was legitimate. Right. That's why we talked about it. Yep, absolutely. And while Don is in the chat here, hey, if you want to give us uh, your pick for your favorite current uh, active wrestler, uh, hit us up and we'll talk about it briefly. Um, yes, uh, we are not CNN. Uh, we, we, <laughs> That's we, right. we try and be as legitimate as we can. <laughs> Nothing against CNN, uh, especially with us being Canadians, but uh, you know they haven't been the most reliable out there. And just say, and even just outside of professional wrestling here, Carl, that, that's something that uh, it's just kind of been something that's come along with social media is that uh, it, it is just tailor-made for spreading uh, disinformation. It's, it's tailor-made for it. It definitely is because <laughs> like you, like you said earlier, those keyboard warriors, yeah. uh, they, they hide behind that keyboard. Um, we got nothing to hide. Look, here's my face. Yep. <laughs> you can see me. Ah, yeah. ah there I am. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not hiding behind nothing. No. Uh, because I know that we make sure that we are finding the correct information. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it can be really difficult to uh, to kind of discern and to kind of uh, pick what uh, is legitimate or not. And that's one thing that it can be a little bit challenging uh, doing what we do uh, to pick topics to talk about is it, it can be really uh, 
difficult to uh, talk about something and then you find out right before you can record, hey, this isn't legitimate at all. <laughs> okay, then we can scrap right. that and go with something different. But hey, it all kind of comes with the territory. But I mean, that just it's uh, misinformation or disinformation, however you want to call it. I mean, just say it is rampant these days, rampant. It is. And it not just with wrestling, is. with politics, with uh, with music, with movies, with uh, COVID-19. I mean, just there's so much right. um, incorrect information out there. And people need to... Think for themselves a little bit. Do some research for yourself. Don't just believe everything kind of at face value. And, you know, you'd be doing yourself a, a huge favor by kind of doing some research. Uh, Don saying, uh, uh, OMG, I just watched my very first AEW show. What a show. And I'm liking Jungle Boy and his giant teammate. Yes. Um, Luchasaurus. The, yes. The um, yeah, the Jurassic Express, as they're known. Uh, they're yep. definitely uh, one of the most over uh, uh, stables uh, over in uh, that company for sure. They definitely are. Cool. All right, man. Uh, you got anything else you want to cover this week in the world of professional wrestling before we called it an episode? I don't think so. I no. think we've uh, pretty much covered everything that we wanted to cover yep. this week. I have nothing else that I really want to cover at all. Yep. Um, I just want to say again, thank you to everybody that's actually tuned in. This has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um Two quick things for you. You see the hat that I'm wearing, Collar and Elbow Brand. Make sure you go and check out CollarAndElbowBrand.com. From there, take a look at all the stuff that they've got. They've got this hat available. They've got T-shirts. They've got shorts. They've got stickers. They've got all these different things available for you. Use our promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout. You're going to get 10% off your entire order. Fantastic stuff there. And then, okay, so our next one here. Mm-hmm. Brand new. Thank you very yes. much to Phoenix. That's how it's pronounced. It's pronounced Phoenix. Yep. FNX. Go to fnx.grsm.io slash tbtalkpod or go to fnxfit.com. Either or use our promo code tbtalkpod. You're going to get 15% off all the merchandise and supplements that are on that site. It is fantastic, the stuff there. I have ordered myself a T-shirt, and I have some Super Greens coming. I will let everybody know how the Super Greens are when they arrive. Fantastic product, Super Greens. Uh, I've heard about them for years, and I'm very, very interested to try out the uh, the fnx super greens so make sure you go and check them out as well again promo code tb talk pod at fnxfit.com and promo code jk podcast at collar and elbow brand.com yeah i remember when you uh, sent all that information uh, that uh, phoenix uh, the super greens that's something i think i want to check out myself too and uh, it's apparently to um, to promote gut health, I believe is the way that they uh, refer to it as. Yeah, and uh, that's something I think I could probably benefit from, especially being a night shift worker. My uh, It seems like uh, that comment of that in my diet sometimes doesn't seem to agree with my stomach. So something like that might be uh, kind of a good thing. Um, that's right. One more thing briefly before we go to, uh, when it comes to New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, those of, y- of you who are uh, maybe have never checked it out before and are interested in that, if you're maybe moving away from WWE or if you want, uh, if you just want, you're looking for that alternative, you want to figure out how to do it, um, hit me up on social media. Uh, you can you can message me on Facebook and I can kind of walk you through the process of signing up for New Japan World. It's it's not very difficult, but if you uh, haven't done it before and you're not sure, uh, just uh, hit me up and I'll, I can kind of 
walk you through the process and you can start enjoying some of the best pro wrestling on the planet. Not nothing, not necessarily to take away from WWE, but if you are looking for an alternative, I can definitely steer you in the right direction and help you uh, get signed up for that if you need um, that. Definitely. All right, I man. Think that's a wrap. Eh? I think that is a wrap and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Have a nice day. It's me, it's me. It's an honor to be the beat. As you can tell in the background, we are out celebrating. That is what we do here at HittingTheMarks.com. And I invite everyone to continue to tune in to Turnbuckle Talk, but check out all of our other shows here. You can find that all at HittingTheMarks.com. Run. Right.